1: If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. bada ba ba At participating McDonald's.
0: This is the Olive Magazine podcast, a weekly slice of food and drink chat brought to you by the team behind Olive Magazine. I'm Janine, Olive's Food Director and podcast host. This week I catch up with Olive's Deputy Food Editor Adam to talk about one of our favourite things to cook at Easter, lamb. We discuss different cuts and how best to cook them plus some great recipes to try. Hi Adam, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Um, So this week we thought we'd talk about uh, a feature coming out in our new Easter issue which is all about the most famous easter meat which is lamb mm. very popular leg of lamb very popular probably the most cooked joint of meat on easter i reckon
1: absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. the leg the leg would be the, the classic yeah. easter joint
0: and you've done a kind of lamb decoder haven't you mm. um, in the lowdown feature to tell us basically all about it i mean let's start with um the age because i think people get a little bit confused about lamb hoggett mutton and in fact people might not even know what hoggett is so could you talk us through the different ages of the animal
1: yeah really simple Uh, lamb is um under one year old okay uh hoggett is one to two years old Mm. and then mutton is anything above two years and that's like as simple as that that's that's how it works and what's the
0: difference in kind of flavor profiles
1: so lamb you're looking at it is almost like a milder sheep like i don't know my not instinct cheeky. is to say lamb flavour i mean it's but a but rich it's, it's,
0: it's a rich meat isn't it it's yeah. not it's not kind of like chicken which can be quite bland and take lots of different flavours lamb can as well but lamb's got its own distinctive
1: flavour Yeah, i mean, people divides opinion because yeah. it's that that sort of strong flavour and lamb b- being young yeah. will be the mildest, the mildest of those one, meats yeah. um with obviously mutton the oldest yeah. being the strongest um but obviously it like it depends on your preference really i i i like mutton yeah but sometimes it's a bit like game i suppose you know like yeah some game is really gamey you yeah. can't it's like hard to describe it's just really gamey and yeah. mutton <laughs> has that sort yeah. a little bit of that like complex flavor about it yeah which, i remember um, the first
0: time i tried hogget and you know people think, oh it's going to be a bit more like but it's it's not it's not a huge leap from lamb not, to hogget because no, obviously no, no. you know there's a cut off point where you're just going to go into hogget and um and actually it's it's more lamy lamb.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous. It's, but... Yeah it's like is a lambier tasting yeah. lamb.
0: But then like. I think mutton does as you said get a little bit more gamey so yeah. definitely worth trying if you're a lamb yeah. fan.
1: Yeah. The sheep are like hard working animals as well so they mm. tend to be at uh, the older they get, not like tougher, but they, they, their muscles have done a lot more work. More connective There's tissue. There's more bit of and yeah. tissue, um, and that stronger flavor means that, I mean, yeah, it can be a little bit yeah. divisive, I think.
0: Let's talk about some of the, the different cuts, because some of these will be really familiar to people, and then some will be um, a little bit more unusual. Mm-hmm. So start off with one of our favorites, which is neck fillet.
1: Yeah, I think this is a cut that people don't really know yeah. too much about, but once you cook it once... yeah. And we mean you use it a lot because it's prob- it. <laughs> probably our, our favorite. Um yeah, I don't think you don't really you don't really go back after that. It's no. is it's um so basically it is you get two two fillets on the animal and one either, either side, either of, the side of the neck bone, yeah. exactly. Um, and if you think about what a sheep does all day, which is basically just lift and lifting, and lower its head all day. Um, <laughs> you know, chewing chewing grass, then lifting up for predators. Um so it's one of the like most hard working, yeah. Um which means that um when cooked like really lovely and slowly, yeah, um, it gets really really tender um, because it has a lot of connective tissue, tissue and and a, yeah, it doesn't. Have, that's the good thing about it; is it doesn't have too much fat. Yeah. Um, whereas, like yeah, other, once you trim
0: it, it does it does have a coating of fat, which the butcher. Yeah. or If you buy in the supermarket, they'll usually take that off. Yeah. But. Um,
1: but you can really trim it down until it's it's really lean yeah. almost, um, and then that
0: connective tissue. What happens is with slow cooking. It, it just doesn't dry out. It just mm. gets softer and softer. So you mm. don't want to like cook it super soft so it's, you know, completely mush. Mm-mm. But like, but you can cook it to this beautiful tenderness, can't yeah, you? Yeah.
1: Um, and the other good thing about it is you also can cook it really quickly as well. Yeah. It is one of those... Um, it's
0: quite rare malleable. to have something. Yeah, it, yeah,
1: it is. It, like, it is, it is rare to have a cut that you can get meltingly tender. And also... It's
0: actually great on the barbecue, yeah. because what? Because if you kind of flush it on the barbecue, mm-hmm. it melts all of the kind of fat on the surface, yeah. and then it starts to break down the connective tissue, but you can leave it like a tiny, tiny bit pink yeah, in, the like, in the middle. Yeah, yeah just in the middle, yeah. just give it a good rest as well. And
1: then slice like nice and thin, so yeah. sort of cut, if there is any, like that connective yeah. tissue left, you sort of are, are breaking yeah. that against the fibres anyway, yeah. um, and then it's, it's absolutely delicious. And
0: you've done a cracking lamb vindaloo recipe as I well, certainly did this one it.
1: was an absolute pleasure to write and yeah. eat this is this is my sort of curry you yeah. know loads of like fresh spices like chilies yeah. garlic ginger, lots of heat and then a bit of vinegar and, and that like tang from the vinegar yeah, yeah but you also write a lamb neck fillet I did, recipe because this, I'm
0: obsessed with it <laughs> um
1: in the everyday feature
0: yeah which is a it's kind of a greek style with you cook it quite slowly and then you stir in butter beans and then you add um fetter at the end so it's kind of a really lovely one pot you know is, is that but,
1: the one with dried mint on it where it's yeah, like it's got dried yeah mint as which well. you wouldn't wouldn't think of like normally yeah but I, I actually was on the shoot for this and it was revelationary
0: because Sabrina Gale um who's one of our regular writers she just turned me on to dried mint and now I'm, I'm kind of obsessed with it because you think people think dried herbs are sort of somehow I don't know not as I mean obviously there's but some dried herbs mm. especially things like mint and oregano which yeah. they use quite a lot in yeah, cooking yeah. The Mediterranean the other ones are cooking. sort of like
1: you turn your nose off a bit them, yeah. don't you but,
0: but they work really well because it really concentrates the flavour so something like this just sprinkling on at the end it kind of lifts it
1: it's weird that like that dried mint flavour it's like almost like brain association obviously lamb and mint is like a classic yeah, combination yeah. but they two just on that they just sit so well together yeah um yes it was... i mean
0: i'm obsessed with mint sauce as well i, I would Who literally is... have mint sauce on on any roast dinner <laughs> yeah
1: it works with all meat I don't but care. I it don't works care. with all meat but especially lamb yeah. i think that's the way to look at it
0: <laughs> but yeah um and then moving on down the neck to the shoulder and i mm. love shoulder people yeah. get a little bit scared of it it's it can be very fatty it can be but, you know it's got its own charms hasn't
1: it yeah I mean like uh, for me this is probably my favorite yeah. cut um on the sheep uh it's it's made up of quite a few muscles yeah with a lot of connective tissue like yeah. you, you I mean you can get stakes of it from certain muscles okay but I mean it's it's not where it's not it's out no. like don't bother. just um, you can either cook it whole or in half Um, I think one of the first recipes I wrote for Olive actually was a whole roast shoulder of lamb Mm. over boulanger potatoes and you like smear it in this anchovy butter
0: so that soaks in, yeah.
1: And then you roast it on a rack over the boulanger, so the nice. whole of the potatoes gets crispy, and then all of that lamb fat, fat and butter, yeah, um, drips down.
0: I mean, it's not like it's it's an occasion recipe, so mm. you know, it's not you're not going to eat it every day, no. And but you've, again, if you're a fan of the lamb flavor, like it kind of uses all the loveliness of mm. the, the, the cut as mm-hmm. well, you know, mm. like utilizing the lamb fat as well, because yeah, that's yeah. gorgeous to cook with,
1: yeah. And it, it does take a little while to cook as well to yeah. get really tender, um, also really good. If you can buy it like diced into nice chunky pieces oh, in yeah, like a tarjean or a stew. Or a stew. Yeah. Um, for me, that's like the most rewarding one. Yeah.
0: And it's, it should be said like shoulder and neck fillet are, you know, meat these days, like nof- nothing's cheap, but but they're the more um, bargainous cuts basically. Yeah, so yeah, should- shoulder would be a lot cheaper than leg, for example. Yes. And neck fillet would be a lot cheaper than the fillet, which we're going to go on to next. Mm-hmm. So there's there's two things here. So maybe talk about the rack and then how the fillet fits into that. Because rack alarm is one of those things that, you know, you go out for a fancy dinner and if yeah. you order alarm, you probably get the rack.
1: Yeah. So basically as on most animals, they mm-hmm. have a fillet or tenderloin yeah. um, which runs along their back, which is usually the muscle that works least on the animal, yeah, so it's very which lean. as a rough translation works out as the most tender, low in connective tissue, basically just pure meat yeah. like without anything um in there to make it tough yeah. or um anything like that and uh, the rack comes um basically on the chine which is part of the backbone yeah um, and then with all the rib bones still connected yeah. and once all they're scraped back you get this sort of like uh, like i think it was it called a crown in french where you turn yeah. them round into two it's very
0: pretty isn't it, it is very the pretty bombs. and
1: then obviously when you cut them into chops you get like lollipop type yeah. things um did, but you,
0: did you ever do that when you were a chef? Yes. Because I've I've done that and it is not. It's a thankless task.
1: For that shot and the opener, I had to do that.
0: So there's a shot of um, what you call French trimmed, which is where the um, the bones have been completely. You just cleaned them and, of everything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it little, looks great, but it's, it's a pain.
1: It, it was there was flashbacks and PTSD <laughs> and you know you know trauma. There. How many
0: did you have to do at once?
1: What in what uh, in a restaurant? Yeah, a lot.
0: That's the thing. It's like that and uh peeling asparagus and stuff is the stuff yeah. they give to like the junior chefs isn't it basically but
1: you get all those either there's that for me peeling asparagus or anything like that's a real skill in that because you have to do it really soft hands. <laughs> yeah you have to do it's, it it's like really gentle yeah otherwise any, you any take away force or brutality too much waste you just, yeah and you, just go, <laughs> and you ch- chop into it and, and head you, chef's gonna scream at you yes or in other circumstances just say oh yeah. that was a shame put it in the bin um
0: so, yeah, so, so, the, so you can buy the fillet, which is known as the cannon, on its mm. own, which is just literally the eye of meat. I mean, this is probably, I would say, the most expensive
1: yeah. bit of meat yeah, yeah. on the lamb. Yeah, pound for pound, yeah, would yeah. be the most expensive.
0: But if you buy the fillet, you get an extra kind of like uh, layer of fat on top of it, and you get the bones, and you get a kind of strip of meat in between.
1: Yeah, there's like a, there's like a cap yeah. on the outside, which...
0: And the, the classic way to do this, we were saying before, was when you, you know, it, it's quite... 70s or 80s of brushing it with a like trimming back all that fat brushing it with a layer of mustard Mm. and then rolling it in a herby crumbs. loads of chopped herbs or breadcrumbs Yeah. yeah And then just roasting it at a really high heat for, I don't know, it was like 15 minutes yeah, or something, Yeah, it's literally 15 minutes. So, yeah, yeah,
1: once you've seared it, if you're yeah. searing it, um, yeah, 15 minutes. Yeah. And then
0: cutting it into little pretty tops. Yeah. So if yeah. you want to impress your in-laws, I mean, that's the...
1: <laughs> I would say it's the classic dinner party if you're trying to shelf a bit. Yeah. But definitely. without, like, you know, too much. Yeah.
0: And then let's move on to the rump. Because for me, like, the rump is, that that's a chef's cut, isn't it? Because mm. it usually serves two people. So they normally, you, you normally see that quite a lot in restaurants is that because you can cook it quite quickly as well
1: yeah i mean it's 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 basically it has a really nice um cap of fat over it yeah so like it's the classic chef preparation of searing but you can sear it really hard get it really crispy and then bang it in the oven and just you know cook it till it's perfectly uh, pink which for chefs is like the the ideal thing to do um but if it's 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 for me it's a really delicious cut yeah um like like rump in cow for example, it's 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 tender, but it's it needs to be treated right. It needs yeah. to be cooked properly. Like it can't be too rare, otherwise it'll be really tough. Yeah. And overcooked it'll be really tough. So it's yeah. got that sort of middling point. But when it is it's it's really juicy um and delicious. Yeah. I'd
0: say you probably gotta to go to the butchers to get it though.
1: Yes, because I would say so. I,
0: because all of those chefs out there are out there buying all the rumps. Yes. <laughs> like yes, and all the chervil.
1: And all the chervil. That's when chefs no are chervil Yeah
0: because chefs end in recipe going chervil and I'm like I've never seen chervil on sale anywhere.
1: No, I, I mean chef's special. Yeah, I, I can just about <laughs> in my mind's eye tell you what it looks like. It's kind uh, of green. Yeah. It's green, obviously. <laughs> green and fluffy. Looks like carrot but isn't carrot
0: um, Stay tuned for more from me and Adam, including some rare breeds to look out for. Let's talk about the the classic roasting joint, mm. which is the leg. Um, yes. You've also done a. I think you've done a recipe for this in Easter Yes, in the you? seasonal. Yeah. What's your um, technique for di- cuz I think people stress about it cuz again it is expensive. It is I, expensive I mean car. you're looking at 25 30 quid for a leg alone. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um for me the the like the, the easiest like the best thing to do is um, pierce it with some stuff. Right. So usually rosemary, garlic, anchovies. Um, so use
0: a little knife.
1: Use a little knife make it, little incisions. down into it incisions. Um, yeah. And that'll just help flavors permeate it really yeah. without having to marinate it for hours and hours and hours and hours yeah. um it just helps all that flavor and then really you just roast it high yeah, yeah. what about like 200 180 gas six yeah. um until and in in that time it does have enough sort of fat on the outside to get to, crispy. to kind of protect it um, and then that bone on the inside will absorb oh yeah heat.
0: that's like a conductor isn't and
1: it 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 conducts heat and then it'll just slowly push it out from the inside yeah. so that you sort of should get like pink meat all the way through yeah um, and then
0: again resting
1: resting is key
0: and i know we say this every single time but if you can get a thermapen it'll yeah. be the best 25 quid you ever spent yeah
1: i mean there's like you, there's no point guessing it'll just tell you just get one of them yeah and they're not expensive either yeah. not that expensive um if you're a serious i would, I would if say- you
0: roast meat a lot i would say thermopen. or if you know someone who roast meat a lot that will be the best present you've ever given them yeah yeah definitely um and then let's talk about the breast because i love this and i remember years ago being told by a butcher that it was the cut that butchers take home with them because mm. it's like it's kind of like butcher's secret
1: yeah yeah um it's probably the, it's like pork belly. It's yeah. the fattiest bit of the whole, um, uh, whole animal, which if you like that, I mean, I, I absolutely love yeah, that I love for it. me. I love that. Um And uh, it's like loads of like really almost like thinly packed layers. Like it's yeah. very, like almost like when you buy pork belly, you can sort see like see fat, the fat uh, yeah. meat, fat meat. Yeah. It's like that, but like compressed because obviously lambs aren't, aren't a particularly Fat. naturally like yeah. fat they're adult. not like they're fatty picky. yeah but they're not like fat so <laughs> weirdly they don't have, like, yeah. um, sorry it's been a long day um and um yeah so basically it's another one of those cuts you have to cook like really nice and slowly um either roasted yeah. to like sort of um drain off some of that fat really and yeah. let that um you
0: will find this actually i've i've seen it in Sainsbury's, I think, big superstore, and I think I've seen it in a mm. in a Tesco as well. Sold as a roasting joint, yeah. like rolled, rolled, ready yeah. to roast. But as you said, you need time to do this. Like that, you can't you can't flash roast it. Yeah,
1: you're looking at three four hours. Yeah, at you least, want it, really. You want to get
0: on a nice low heat, give it a good, mm. good slow roast, and then that'll just render down all of that fat, which you can use again for like potatoes or something. Yeah, like that. anything,
1: anything. But, um, keep it in the fridge.
0: There's also that thing they do. Is it is it crab beans that you make with? where you
1: so you roll it cook it yeah chill it it's, slice it yeah. breadcrumb it deep fry it <laughs> or fry it yeah which Again, is pure chefs. filth pure filth, <laughs> pure filth um, but
0: absolutely beautiful yeah
1: I think I've watched Simon Hopkinson do that on like a yeah. Sunday afternoon in his house yeah. thinking why are you doing that because like, he's
0: got all the time in the world yeah. to do it it looked you know? good anyway
1: yeah. It looked good. Yeah. um but yeah I, d- I also did do a recipe for a, a rolled mm-hmm. um breast of lamb oh yeah so that's like really online isn't it lovely right. oniony gravy yeah which was unreal
0: this is a, this is a super budget cut
1: yeah absolutely although probably won't be for that much longer because i've eaten lamb ribs uh, so that's basically the breast or belly with the ribs ribs on um so in about, about that, three or four london restaurants recently yeah, because
0: because actually back in the day a lamb shank used to be a cheap option but yeah. now they're not anymore yeah and that was the last cut we were going to talk about. Yeah. So, so this is great if there's just like one or two of you because you can just buy them singly. Yeah. In fact, if you get it from a decent sized lamb, a shank in a stew will probably feed two people. Quite yeah. Happily. No, absolutely.
1: You, that's the thing. You, you you can get some absolute monsters of yeah. uh, lamb shanks. <laughs> I think. Of, you know, and you, you you do do them for like four people and they yeah. don't all fit in the pot. Yeah. One of those <laughs> ones. Yeah, one like of those uh, ones. Okay. And um, but yeah, they are pretty much perfect if you, <clears> like for, for one per person. And they are really cheap. And again, it's like a load. It's basically from the lower end of the leg. And it's quite a few sort of different muscles. Different
0: muscles. Um, yeah. That
1: make up the joint. And it's on the bone, So you're getting the gelatin. You're getting like more flavor when you cook it. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of my favorites. So again, I
0: think that is... that is that. To slow cook rather than roast, absolutely, isn't it? yeah. And actually, like doing a doing a lamb shank curry or a lamb shank tagine, it's mm-hmm. perfect for that because it can take on all the strong flavors. Yeah. It can sit, like it simmer away in the liquid for a long time, yeah. and it'll hold its shape. Mm-hmm. And when you plate it up, it looks great yeah, as well.
1: Yeah, it does look, it does look impressive. Yeah.
0: Um, and let's just talk about a couple of breeds that we've. um So basically, I mean, you know, it's these aren't always available, but there is a um, a movement by farmers to try and you know keep some of these rare Mm. breeds alive so if you can especially if you go online these days when i was when i was just looking around they had a lot of um a lot of independent farmers or collectives were sort of getting together and selling these breeds and trying Mm. to keep them so things like um herdwick the charmingly named badger face (laughs) which i love that um the suffolk lamb and the cotswold lamb um and actually because they're quite carefully managed and farmed mm. it does tend to be um, you know high welfare meat as yeah, well yeah if, so. sta-
1: if they're stating the breed I think that's a good good yeah. assumption to be made yeah so def-
0: definitely works some, something that you should be looking out for yeah I think
1: in in, in time to come it's definitely going to be something that's going to be more prominent yeah, is, like sure. you already see it with like Gloucester Old Spot pork or you know yeah. or Dexter beef or you yeah. know Angus or all these things but sheep I don't know there's literally like a thousand different types yeah. of sheep in the UK and if you saw the difference like if yeah, you if Google you start, yeah. types of sheep and look <laughs> at the difference between <laughs> some of them some of them have got huge ears some of them have got huge horns I mean
0: they're crazy looking animals, yeah, they are
1: and to think that we just you know just assume just it's it, one yeah, and it's no, it's not, you know, yeah, it's not. No, so there's loads of different types. And obviously with, with that will bring different characteristics, flavours, yeah. all that kind of thing.
0: And lastly, um, just to highlight, if you can get it salt marsh lamb, because it mm. is absolutely delicious. Yeah. And um, and these are lamb that's um that's kind of reared on coastal lands that are regularly flooded by the sea. So they are in the kind of salty marshy. Yeah, they just grass. eat like
1: basically all the really expensive sea herbs that <laughs> like chefs put on uh, dishes in London. Um, the, these these sheep eat that yeah and they don't live on a diet of it so it must be good
0: yeah and then it's quite enriching as well because we know seaweed's really great for you right so but it does seem to kind of permeate the meat yeah
1: yeah it it does all like weirdly like season it almost you know all these vegetables they're eating are are salty sea vegetables and have a high salt content and for whatever reason that like does make it into the meat and it does have a real full flavor um which are absolutely delicious.
0: Great. Well, that features in our Easter issue, which is, um, it's out, it'll be out by the time this podcast comes out. So go Mm -hmm. and grab it. There's an amazing Maltese chocolate cake on the cover. Um, Loads of recipe inspiration in there. Um, And yeah, you can also find lots of inspiration online for all of those different cuts. So maybe just try something a bit different this Easter. Yeah, do it. Thanks, Adam. Cheers. So that was the Olive Magazine podcast. If you liked this episode, please review and rate us. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to find out more information on things in this episode you can visit our website olivemagazine.com why not take advantage of our brilliant subs offer and get five issues delivered for only five pounds just go to buysubscriptions.com forward slash all that's o-l-p-o-d to get the offer after your first five issues you automatically pay 20.99 for every six issues but you can cancel at any time t's and c's apply so that's it for this week See you next week when we'll be back with more food and drink chat.